78. 4 hours 45 minutes to Doomsday. Alright babs, I've had a couple of weeks worth of pretty interesting movies. It'd be nice to maybe watch, I don't know, something family orientated. Something nice with a positive message. You know, kid makes good. Something like that. So, surprise me. One small town boy goes through hell and back movie, coming up. Hello mothers, hello fathers. Hello those who have failed in the basic special requirement of coupling and copulating and producing offspring. Hello to you too. I'm here to synopsize the omen. It is described thusly. American diplomat Robert, as played by Gregory Peck, adopts Damien, a beautiful child. After his wife Catherine, as played by the oh-so-delicious Lee Rimmick, delivers a stillborn child which we call a fetal pop-tart. After Damien's first nanny hangs herself, as befitting a nanny, Father Brennan warns Robert that Damien will kill Catherine's unborn child. That seems out of place. Shortly thereafter, Brennan dies, and Catherine miscarries when Damien pushes her off a balcony. Watch out, that first step is a doozy, Catherine. As more people around Damien die, Robert investigates Damien's background and realizes his adopted son may be the Antichrist. I mean, if we're throwing around labels. There, your movie has been synopsized. Go forth, listen to the witch, and rest assured this show is one small step towards your doom. For generations, the Thorns have been a family of tremendous wealth, position, and power. The perfect marriage of Ambassador Robert Thorne and his wife Catherine was fulfilled by the birth of their son, Damien. And then, when the child was five years old, something terrible happened. And then, it happened again.
Was it an accident? Was it murder? Was it a coincidence? Or was it an omen? Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. 20th Century Fox presents a film of psychological suspense about an occurrence of earth-shaking importance. Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. I was at the hospital, Mr. Thorne, the night your son was born. I saw its mother. I saw its mother. I have fears. I have fears. What kind of fears? Its mother, Mr. Thorne. It's on my wife. Its mother. What is it you're trying to say? His mother was a... This is not a human child. Make no mistake. There are those who will die for him. There are those who will kill for him. Who is he? What does he want? Where did he come from? And can he be stopped? Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, The Omen. If this is the truth, where does it end? expecting that and more importantly it's good to know that uh, young brian from season two of mindhunter is still getting work of course this movie is 1976's the omen runtime of one hour and 51 minutes directed by richard donner best known for directing 1978's superman 1985's ladyhawk and also 1985's The Goonies. Starring Gregory Peck as Robert Thorne. Best known for 61's The Guns of Navaroon, 62's To Kill a Mockingbird, 78's The Boys from Brazil, and for being very serious. Quiet, you. Also starring Lee Remick as Catherine Thorne. Best known for 59's Anatomy of a Murder. 62's Days of Wine and Roses, and in an uncredited role in the intriguingly titled The Satan Bug in 1965. <laughs> well, that would imply the devil's actually interested in your soul. And, of course, Harvey Stevens as Damien, best known for being a creepy little bastard who ruined the name of Damien for an entire generation. Myself. I'm a man of wealth, 
First impressions count. Alright, so let, let's just kick off the early part of this movie. Um, creepy chanting is creepy. And really, you know, a, a cheery opening says, nothing says cheery opening really, like, by the way, your child's dead. Well, that was awkward. That just went, mm, I knew exactly what I was in for, and it was not going to be fun. But on the plus side, the Thorns are off to England. God save the Queen! And of course, nothing says England like an enormous castle-like estate for the apparent diplomat to the United Kingdom from the US. Whose castle is this? This is the castle of my master, Guido Luamba. Now, we're in a lovely castle, which is great, but uh, look, honey, maybe we should close the blinds. We don't want the Antichrist to see us kissing. And really, Damien's childhood is a whole lot of, we just don't want to see Damien. Give him to a servant, give him to a maid, give him to a strange man. It's all good. I mean, admittedly, um, Damien is a little prick to his parents. My arrival connotes the end of the beginning. The beginning of the end. The new reign of my father. Yeah, after all, I think we know that uh, his parentage is always in a little bit of question. Now... In the way of, you know, all bizarre parents who don't pay attention to their kids, Damien has one of the most ostentatious kids' birthday parties ever. And uh, it's quite clear that 70s kids' birthday parties did not give a fuck about safety. There is not a uh, a handrail, a safety sign, or anyone trying to protect those kids from falling off, falling down, and or dying on any one of those exciting pieces of equipment. You want to know how I got these scars? Uh, on the plus side, young Damien gets a puppy for his birthday. Isn't he a lucky boy? You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes. Uh, on the negative, Damien seems to have a real unnatural attachment to his nanny. And let's be honest, it doesn't actually end well for her. Well, little column A, little column B. Uh, just looking at young Damien, it's, I'm quite surprised that he can actually walk. Because it seems that people are carrying him no matter really where he goes. And harking back to that nanny... I wish she could have hung around. She seemed nice. Good night, everybody.
tell me what you learned and keep it nice. There, look, there's a lot to take away from this movie and there's a lot of things to learn. Um, I think the first one I learned was never trust a nun with a newborn. They're, they're playing pee under the cup with babies like nobody's business. Goo! And, um, you know, again, in the same way that non-attentive parents go all out for a birthday party, according to Damien's nanny, it's all for you, Damien! Yeah, like that didn't ruin a whole lot of kids' childhoods. That boy's one mean motherfucker. Mrs. Baylock, clearly a very creepy Mary Poppins. Uh, and I think whatever she got up to with her umbrella is not fit for watching. What you do is you take a scuba snorkel and you put your cock in the wee bendy mouth part. Then you sneak the other end right up your back address, okay? Then you just grab the middle of that snorkel and you're fucking your own ass and pulling it off your crank at the self-same time until you're spending your own jacksie. One of the other things that I did learn is that baboons bite and you should keep all of your car windows closed. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. And while you're closing the car windows, maybe read a bit of old school scripture, which was really all about just killing everybody. And while you're killing everybody, it's important to note that demonic wind really blows. As we get through this movie, for those of you keeping score, it's currently Damien 1, Unborn Babies 0. No sir, I didn't like it. Remember kids, night time is the right time to search graveyards. And they mostly come at night. Mostly. Something that really disturbed me when I was watching this movie and that I learned is that no one in this movie seems to know how a gate works. It's all jumping, climbing, falling, hurting, spiking, bleeding, and a whole lot of what does that do? And I think the ultimate lesson that I learned from this movie is that Top Hat Damien looks like he's ready for a midget knife fight. Certainly slight 
Look at the faces, listen to the bells. It's hard to believe we need a place called hell. Place called hell. The devil inside, the devil inside. Every single one of us, the devil inside. Devil inside, the devil inside. Every single one of us, the devil inside. How would you like to try something a little different? This'll keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com 
forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I'm sure you've got questions. Ask me anything. <laughs> As always, every movie that I watch seems to generate a lot of questions. And the first one I had was, is baby swapping a thing? And I mean, I'm pretty sure that you can't just treat a baby like a bottle of sauce you dropped at by accident at the supermarket. You don't just grab another one off the shelf if yours is broken. Yeah, well, you, you gotta pay more for that. Um, another question is, why is Doctor Who dressed up as a priest? And why is he trying to sell Mr. Thorne on Jesus? Fucking hands in the air. Harking back to the nuns swapping things and, you know, them handing off Damien to random people, who the fuck just let some rando woman alone with their kid? Mrs. Baylock would just like, hey, come in, have a look, play with their child. Or you've got references, yep, that makes it all okay. We won't check anything, you just go and have a great time with our kid. You used to live in my testicles. Now, was it just me, or did it look like Mrs. Thorne almost got a face full of baboon dick when they were at the safari park? Because those monkeys was angry. Premature ejaculation is no laughing matter. One of my favourite scenes in this movie is... um. Damien's being Damien and being incredibly annoying to his mother. And uh, Mrs. Thorne says the nice equivalent of, uh, Mrs. Baylock, please tell Damien to get to fuck. Hopeful. On that note, what is it with horror movies and little freaks on tricycles? They're fucking everywhere. And they are freaky. Oh my God. Damien and his tricycle... This, uh, again, no no thought of safety. Who's climbing up on a box when there's a kid riding around on a horror tricycle? Yeah, clearly Mrs. Thorne has no idea what she's doing. Yeah, well, I mean, she kind of she made me wet my pants in my living room. I was watching it, and but you know we're not going to get into that. That's that's personal. And you know, if they have a house full of servants, why didn't Mrs. Thorne get a handyman to climb up to water the plants? Why is she doing it? Clearly, she had a death wish. Um, speaking of death wishes. When Damien's asleep in his bed uh, and he, his ever-so-friendly puppy is in with him, how did they get a Rottweiler to sit on a windowsill? I didn't actually think about that. And while you're thinking about that, do you think the Italian countryside is full of random monasteries where you can walk amongst the praying monks like some sort of weird ecclesiastical petting zoo? <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the smell is quite pungent. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm fairly confident that nothing ever good comes from grave robbery. You know, you get in there, you dig up a corpse, you find out that it's some sort of weird dog animal, you get attacked by demon dogs, or, you know, worst case, stuff shoots out of the ground, zombies, you name it, grave robbing, never a good thing. And it's hard to escape with an erection. You know, like all good dads, Mr. Thorne tries to solve his own problems. And look, I actually appreciate the fact that he took it on board and he wanted to see it through to the end. But... It did raise a question for me, which was, how does someone carry seven daggers on an international flight? Diplomatic community! I left alone My mind was blank I needed time to think To get the memories from my mind What did I see? Can I believe That what I saw that night not just fantasy Just what I saw In my old
Your time is almost up, so give me your final thoughts. Getting into the end of this movie, 
is still, um, there's a lot going on. Um, Mrs. Baylor just tells Mrs. Thorne exactly where she was, and that is, of course, Sparta. This is Sparta! Bugenhagen sounds like Frau Brewer. <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but I think that seven daggers to kill Damien seems overly complicated. Surely, just cut his little head off. That'll solve the problem. And if that didn't kill him, would it make him grow a new one? I would pay good money to see that. Speaking of losing your head, the paparazzi guy really lost his head in the end. For those of you at home, don't forget, no one likes a surprise haircut. And of course, we then learn that Damien has the mark. 666 in Sharpie on his head. And that'll just be our little secret. And if you tell anyone, I will come to your house and I will cut you. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't be impressed by that. Um, speaking of things not being impressed by, Mrs. Baylor, uh, when fired up, is quite an aggressive lover and really takes on Mr. Thorne. Um, I'm pretty sure the safe word was, fuck you. Oh my. Now, during that scene, it, it raised an interesting thought for me, which was, if someone tells you to run, don't just hide behind the nearest chair, alright? Even if you're a kid, even if you're the Antichrist, someone says run, you run. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Thinking about things that probably didn't really fit, in a very un-British cop fashion, um, the police shoot Mr. Thorne without any hesitation. It's stop or I'll poof, shoot. And he is done. Thus saving Damien from being undamioned, or whatever he was going to do with the seven daggers. Didn't really, sort of, other than pegging him out um, and killing his evil soul, it didn't really go into a lot of detail. Anyway, that's the story for another day. Mr. Thorne gets a funeral with full military honours, which seems to reek of government cover-up. He just tried to kill a kid, his own kid. And the government's just going, oh, he's a great guy, everyone should go and wave and be sad because he died and stuff. Jesus Christ! It's a conspiracy. I think the only person that was really happy was Damien, who is one step closer to ruling the world and grins like an evil bastard at the end of this. Something's wrong because my mind is spreading. And everywhere I look, there's a dead end waiting. Temperatures dropping at the rotten oasis Stealing kisses from the leprous faces Heads are hanging from the garbage mentions Mouthwash, jukebox, gasoline Pistols are pointing at a poor man's pockets Smiling eyes ripping out of the sockets Got a devil's haircut in my mind Got a devil's haircut in my mind Got a devil's haircut in my mind Got a devil's haircut Discount orders on the dropout buses Hitching a ride with the bleeding noses Coming to town with the briefcase blues Got a devil's haircut 
Now, Babs, I don't know what you were trying to prove there. It wasn't funny. Um, Be a good boy, Damien. Yeah, so maybe no more movies about creepy little kids with texture drawings on their heads that apparently are turning into the Antichrist and going to rule the world and turn it into darkness. What's wrong? A little too close to home? I didn't think it was funny. Our listeners didn't think it was funny. You really are no fun. And it was nice to hear Brian. You have been listening to Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. A proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. The replicant known as Witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. Now, in the words of Lord Humongous... Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Big thanks to my fellow podcasters for their support. Rock on, my brothers.